We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 1991 NBA Draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Larry Johnson from University of Chicago. I'm not supposed to be here, man. A lot of people from where I'm from, you know, don't, don't make it. Charlotte, we're back! Welcome, Hornets fans, to another buzz beat. The first four games of Summer League have finished and Charlotte will have a consolation game tomorrow versus Minnesota on NBA TV. This is Richie and I'll be here solo after watching the Chicago game this morning on delay. I don't think recapping the most recent game there is going to be a lot of fun after the Hornets lost to the Bulls 89-73. The second half was a little bit more enjoyable, a little bit more balanced, but Ultimately, they dropped their record to 2-2 two and two in Summer League play. I'm going to be doing something a little bit different than a game recap. I'm going to be going ahead and evaluating these players, giving them a rating out of five stars to a handful of these guys through the first four games. I can give half stars, and I, and I will, to kind of vary the ratings a little bit. And just to be clear, as I was coming up with these ratings this morning, it has nothing to do with any type of projections or how they've done in the past, and it's based purely on their play in Vegas uh, through these games. So let's go ahead and get into these. I'm just going to kind of jump around in a random order. There's not any specific reason for the ordering of these players, but let's start with Jalen Crutcher. Um, His shooting definitely picked up in game three and game four, and He started the most recent game very hot. I think he scored the first eight of 10 points for Charlotte, but that's, that's what he's known for. That's what he's known for coming into these games. It was his shooting. He's not a traditional point guard. That's going to get you into the sets and organize the team in that sense. He's not going to be a traditional point guard that is going to be setting the table and distributing the ball in a manner that you would like. And I think with this roster construction in Summer League, they've had to make do with some of the point guard play. He has struggled to make the right read and his turnovers. I don't necessarily have the numbers in front of me. I doubt they've been great, even if they've been all right. I think maybe his most recent game or two, they've been a little bit worse. It's not necessarily the numbers 
but it's also the type of turnovers that he's had. It's him trying to make passes that aren't always there. And sometimes they're just way off the mark. I will say that he's been decent in trying to get downhill as summer league has progressed, but it doesn't always end up in something positive or productive because I think some of his kickout passes have been a little bit off the mark. But uh, overall, I mean, I think he's been fairly average to below average. I think game two is probably his worst game against the Lakers. I'm going to give Jalen Crutcher one and a half stars out of five. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, moving on to Kai Jones. He looked much better when he was shifted to that five position in game three and game four, and there's good reason for that. It gave him space to work and get going downhill where he's most effective. Uh, Typically when he's got space or if he's making just quick, decisive moves, that's when he's going to be his most impactful self. In the half court, I still wonder about his face-up game and his handle because it never feels reassuring. Like, he can get to his spots, but on the way there, you have to kind of hold your breath a couple of times, hoping that he doesn't turn the ball over. His shooting form uh, from deep, or just his shooting form in general, has, has been very elongated. It just has too many moving parts. Uh, his shooting efficiency has been very bad in summer league. 
you know, so when you combine the the lack of smoothness in his shot and then just him clanking shots and clanking shots left, you know, left and right, it's just hard to have confidence that when he releases it, it's going to go in. And we talked about this in the past couple of episodes about him needing or him obviously wanting to develop something outside because if he can't, He's going to be a low usage cutter out of the corner, which they tried to use him in games one and game two, which doesn't always work, especially when you're playing with a specific center beside you that isn't going to space the floor either. Uh, but so if he never develops that type of shot, you know, you're going to be relying on him trying to get downhill as much as possible, which works much better uh, as a center than it does necessarily as the four. It just depends on who he's playing with. Um, defensively, you saw the flashes. Uh, sometimes he gets a little bit antsy and a little bit ahead of himself trying to make every single play out on the perimeter. But he definitely has the skills that are going to translate as the years go on. He can play out on the perimeter. He's got the jumping ability to erase shots at the rim. And he can, he can make highlight plays on both ends of the court. So his athleticism is something that you can't teach. And it's been exciting to watch in, in certain occasions here in Summer League. I'm going to give Kai Jones a rating of three out of five, uh, mostly because those first two games, you know, maybe it was the coach's decision, coach's fault. I guess you can pinpoint that. But just overall, the first two games were not great. He improved himself in games three and four, primarily because of the way that he was played. So slightly above average at three stars out of five. Next player that we're getting to is LJ Figueroa. He was uh, less impactful in these last two games versus the Cavs and the Bulls, but you can tell that he's working hard, and that's one thing that you can't take away from him. He knows that he's competing for something. He does not have a guaranteed contract with this team. He does not have a two-way contract with this team. He's out there trying to prove himself. In the first two games, he was perfect from the field, but that was never the most impressive part of his game in Vegas. He always wants to be around the basketball. He's attacking those rebounds on both ends of the court. He's averaging over five rebounds a game here in Vegas. He's you know, looking for opportunities to shoot the gap as an off-ball defender and looking for those looping cross-court passes where he can come off his man and make the steal. In terms of off-ball stuff on offense, I think that's been very underrated for him. He's constantly filling gaps, constantly moving. You know, he's either trying to get open himself, or he's trying to draw defenders away from the the action and and trying to prevent from clogging the the lane up a little bit. It's something that won't show up on the box score. Um, he even had a very nice backdoor cut where Mark Williams actually found him in the third quarter against the Bulls last night. I will say, you know, after keeping a watchful eye on him, his movement without the ball, you know, didn't always end up in a bucket, but I think it's something that goes unnoticed, but does more good for this offense than maybe you would understand if you weren't watching him on every single play. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another BuzzBeat. That actually was a BuzzBeat Plus exclusive episode for $35 a year. If you go to buzzbeat.substack.com, 
I'll also put that link in the description. You get ad-free episode. You get early access to episodes. And then you also get the occasional episode like this one that is exclusive to this private BuzzBeat Plus feed. There's probably 16, 17 more minutes of that episode, which can be found, like I said, at BuzzBeat Plus on our Substack. So if you want to know more about that, if you want to take advantage of some of those perks, definitely check that out. Uh, I go on to talk a little bit more about LJ Figueroa, McGowan's, Richards, Thor, and Mark Williams as well. And then at the end of the episode, I react to some listener hot takes based off summer league play. So it was a fun episode towards the end, thinking about all these overreactions that come along with summer league. Uh, we definitely reached out for hot takes. So it's not like they, these were takes that they reasonably thought would happen, but just some things that they were probably thinking of as they were watching summer league play. So Appreciate you guys tuning in. And like I said, the information about the Substack, BuzzBeat Plus, will be here in the episode notes. All right, guys, take care.